Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, new airstrikes, intense fighting overnight in Gaza. But Israel now agreeing to daily humanitarian pauses in its war against Hamas. Hostage families still waiting for news of their loved ones. We're live with the very latest. Plus, bedtime routine, a new study that will have you rethinking the meaning of a good night's sleep, revealing it's not how long you sleep, but when you sleep. We'll share the best tips to wake up feeling rested. Then, honoring our military, a veteran with a new mission, turning his own experience into a new way to help others. I take it as an obligation or responsibility, right, to just uh, train the next generation and keep moving forward, right? There's still a lot of problems that we can address and to solve. Tom Costello brings us his story. And back on stage, the era of Taylor Swift continues as the music superstar kicks off the international leg of her hugely successful tour. The highlights from the big show and where she's headed next today, Friday, November 10th, 2023. Representing the Marines, Coast Guard, Air Force, Army, and the Navy. 20 years of service in the Navy. And 23 years of service in the Air Force. Visiting from Plano, Texas. Memphis, Tennessee. And Lake Forest, North Carolina. Sending love to my dad. A proud veteran in Birmingham, Alabama. Today we salute our heroes. Oh, welcome back to you today. Nice to have you with us on a Friday morning, Veterans Day. We've got a lot of our members of the military outside on the plaza. We're getting some great music this morning. Hoda's got the day off. She'll be back Monday. We've got Tom Yamas here. Yes. Guys, got to tell you about next week. It's going to be yeah. a big one here on today. It starts Monday. When Al will launch our season of giving food drive. We are going to be live at food banks in Chicago and here in New York, delivering turkeys to families in need just in time for Thanksgiving. So many families, in fact, we're hoping to set a Guinness World Record. Going to be an inspiring way to kick off the week, and we hope that you'll join us to do it. All right. Busy morning. Let's get right to your news at 8 o'clock. Israel launched new airstrikes in Gaza overnight, but it has agreed to daily humanitarian pauses now in its ongoing assault against Hamas. That move could provide some relief to civilians in the war zone and to the families of Hamas hostages. NBC's chief international correspondent, Keir Simmons, joins us from Jerusalem this morning. Keir, good morning to you. Savannah, good morning to you. And I think the hope for those hostage families there in the U.S., here in Israel and around the world, whose loved ones were taken during those terror attacks on October 7th, where 1,400 people died, is the way that the White House is talking about this, talking about it as a significant first step, being clear, frankly, that it does hope for more than just a a uh, four-hour pause uh, per day. But listen to the Israelis. We we haven't heard so much detail from them. them. They are being more cautious in the way they describe them, talking about tactical and localized 
pauses, both the White House and the Israelis agreeing that this is not a ceasefire. And as you mentioned at the top there, Savannah, we have seen more of that today. Explosions around hospitals, around Gaza City, the Al-Shifa Hospital, according to the World Health Organization, suffering a bombardment. Now, that hospital in the past has been accused, has, it's been said by the Israelis that it has housed a Hamas uh, intelligence base. Hamas and health officials there have denied that. Meanwhile, hundreds of thousands of Palestinians have been fleeing the north, uh, heading south. And the Israelis say that these pauses will be a humanitarian corridor, perhaps two humanitarian corridors. So a bit more of a picture there of what the Israelis are proposing, saying it isn't so much of a change from recent days. But again, the White House and I think hostage families will be hoping for more in the days to come, Savannah. All right, Kirsten is in the region there. Thank you very much. Now to some shocking video that shows a car ramming into a pair of Florida sheriff's deputies yesterday and what officials are calling an intentional act of violence. And we do want to warn you that this video is disturbing. So a woman had called to report that her son was having a mental health crisis. Deputies found him sitting in his car, unwilling to cooperate. The suspect drove off, but returned moments later and slammed his car into the victims. Responding officers used a taser to subdue the man. Both officers were seriously hurt, but thankfully they are expected to survive. All right, now to a new study that has the U.S. rethinking the meaning of a good night's sleep. It has often been defined as seven to nine hours of shut-eye, but the new research published in the journal Sleep says going to bed and waking up at the same times matters more than how long you sleep. It found that getting six hours of sleep with a consistent schedule, that's the key there, is associated with a lower risk of early death and getting eight hours of sleep with an irregular schedule. Dr. Carol Ash, a sleep expert from RWJ Barnabas Health joins us to break it all down. Dr. Ash, so, of course, we don't want death, so uh, we're going to get those six hours at the scheduled time. But explain to me the logic here. Well, you know, we used to say, as you said, it's duration mattered, and that's because it increases inflammation in the body, leads to high blood pressure, which can cause many of the diseases we are trying to prevent and treat. But what we now know, this is the first study that showed that a consistent schedule because it keeps the control of the body in the clock and the brain regular, right? Mm. And that's really important for many reasons. So it's less about how long you sleep, more about how consistently you sleep. So what about people who have, you know, for example, they work in the middle of the night, but on the weekends they have a normal normal schedule. Is that dangerous for them? Well, you know, unfortunately, in today's times, a lot of people are working shift work, irregular schedules. What that means is your internal, that internal clock is misaligned with the external cues, not just the light, but also when you eat and when you exercise. And, and the brain needs those cues to keep it regular. So when you're not going to bed at the same time and not getting up, it suggests that that clock is out of sync. It's disrupted. Its schedule is off. So I, just so we understand this, when you say go to bed, at the same time. Give me a window here. Do I have to go to, go to bed at nine o'clock every night? Or if I go to bed nine o'clock one night, nine thirty the next night, is that okay? Or is it an hour window? No. Well, it's a one or two hour window. But when you go to bed at night, it depends really on your type. You know, the night owls, the morning likes, larks. So some people a little later, some people a little earlier, but you have to keep it consistent. Even, even if you said, like you said, six hours, but a consistent schedule, more important than that duration because development of the brain, all your physical health and longevity 
longevity depends on it because of that control of the clock. Got some tips for us, folks who might be watching or listening who want to want to be consistent but really have a hard time doing it? Well, again, keep your schedule consistent with your sleep type. When do you prefer to go to bed and get up earlier? Set an alarm one oh. hour before that time and put away your phone and avoid screens an hour before bedtime because that'll stop you from falling asleep and expose yourself to light in the morning. Those are some of the best things you could really do to keep that clock set. If you're telling us to set our alarms for 4 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday, here's your study. <laughs> Dr. Ash, thank you so you're much. You're so welcome. Astronaut Frank Borman is being remembered this morning as an American hero who paved the way for the first moon landing. Borman commanded the Apollo 8 flight that first orbited the moon on Christmas Eve and Christmas of 1968. And his crew snapped that iconic photo of the Earth rising over the lunar landscape. Borman ended a live telecast from the orbiter with the words, Merry Christmas and God bless all of you, all of you on the good earth. NASA says Borman died this week in Billings, Montana. Yeah, just ahead, Taylor Swift's international era. Carson's taking us inside the overnight return of the superstar's record-shattering tour. But first, as we mark this Veterans Day, we are going to introduce you to an inspiring Army veteran motivated by his own experience to do some incredible things for disabled people all over the world. Tom Costello will share his story as we celebrate all servicemen and women. And we'll do that right after this. Addie. Hey, did you know there's a little pink pill? Wait. A what? A little pink pill? Did you say a little pink pill? Yes, the little pink pill. You definitely need to know about this. Are you for real? Just to be clear, you're telling me there's a little pink pill for me? That's right. The little pink pill. And it's called Addy. A-D-D-Y-I. Or Flavanserin. Learn more about the little pink pill at addyi.com. See full prescribing information and medication guide, including boxed warning regarding severe low blood pressure and fainting in certain settings at addy.com slash P-I. Or call 844-PINK-PILL. Good news, ladies. There's more. Addy, the FDA-approved little pink pill, is also affordable and can be shipped directly to your front door. That's right. With insurance coverage, Addy is only $20 per month and $0 after month three. If your insurance doesn't cover Addy, there is still a discount program to get you the best possible price and get free shipping right to your door. So now's the time to ask your doctor about Addy. Learn more at Addy.com. That's A-D-D-Y-I.com. We are back now, it is 8-12, and we are honoring our military today as the nation observes Veterans Day with the holiday falling on the weekend this year. Yeah, it is so important to remember and salute their personal sacrifices in service to our country, and we're doing it surrounded by men and women from all of our nation's military branches. And we are also spotlighting one remarkable veteran who lost the use of his legs while serving in Germany more than 40 years ago. Well, he just received one of our nation's highest honors for helping to improve millions of lives all around the world. NBC's Tom Costello is here with a really inspiring story. Hi, Tom. No, it really is. This man is re- absolutely remarkable. Dr. Rory Cooper says he knew right away when he was lying on the street after being hit by a car in Germany, he knew he would never walk again. Only 20 years old. But he says that terrible accident actually helped him find his true calling, trying to make life better for others. First thing they really teach is if you take care of your people, they'll take care of you. Don't let the wheelchair fool you. Wheelchair was not in the plans. Not for me and probably not for the Army, I'm sure. 
Army veteran Rory Cooper, Dr. Rory Cooper, hasn't slowed down since he lost the use of his legs 43 years ago. His inventions, not his wheelchair, have taken him to a bronze medal in the Paralympics and all the way to the White House. He moves us closer to being a nation that is accessible for all. Where he was just awarded the National Medal of Technology and Innovation. You've changed the way we look at the world and you made it better. Making life better for anyone who relies on a wheelchair to get through life. I can't appreciate what the challenge is if I don't live your life. It required somebody who lives your life and has your engineering expertise to make this fix. Yeah, well, you have to recognize the problem, right? And then and, and don't you live the problem. Living and working the problem, Rory became a biomedical engineer and inventor. He holds more than 20 U.S. patents through the Human Engineering Research Lab he founded with the VA and the University of Pittsburgh designing new wheelchairs to drop the weight from 80 pounds down to 18. Then a revolutionary, now widely used design, an ergonomic push rim on the wheel. And so you can, you know, put, grab it easy without less, without less effort on your forearms or your elbow or your shoulder. So you don't get carpal tunnel or, or something well, like that. Yeah, carpal tunnel, elbow tendonitis, rotator cuff injuries. He then turned his attention to the joystick on motorized wheelchairs, making it programmable and touch-sensitive. So if you could only use your thumb, you might want it very stiff but very sensitive. And if you're very strong, um, you may want some compliance to give you some resistance. Today, his designs are used around the world, helping millions who depend on wheelchairs. Like Army Sergeant David Gifford, paralyzed after he was hit by a car while riding his motorcycle. Making them lighter, making them faster, changing the wheel sizes, things that cut down on resistance and allows you to go even faster. For his decades of service, Dr. Cooper was among 16 inventors, newly inducted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame. What I find unique about all of the members of the Hall of Fame is that they're dedicated to serving others. Part of a trailblazing group that included Catlin Carrico and Drew Weissman, the scientists who developed mRNA vaccines against COVID-19 and joining giants of innovation, including Thomas Edison, George Washington Carver, and Steve Jobs. I heard you say, I am a runner. Not I was, you said, I am a runner. It's in your blood, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I think um, I'm competitive and, um, and I'm an engineer and by definition, I, I call myself a problem solver and inventors are all problem solvers. A problem solver always looking for the next project. I take it as an obligation or responsibility, right, to just uh, train the next generation and keep moving forward, right? There's still a lot of problems that we can address and to solve. Yeah, what an honor to meet Dr. Cooper. He says when he was paralyzed at the age of 20, he immediately went home to California. He began tinkering in his parents' automotive garage to make his wheelchair lighter. It was 80 pounds, brought it down to 18. He said, I had to make it up the hills of college. I had to make that more user-friendly. And listen to this. He said it was, it was all about the military where he learned you never leave anybody behind. You care for others. And that is how he's lived his life. It's an amazing story. Yeah. It's an amazing story. Yeah. Different type of service, but nonetheless service. It continues. Yeah. Tom, thank you. Perfect thank you. story for Veterans Day. Yeah.
Let us get a check of the weather, Al. All right, let's show you what we're looking at for today. We've got a lot of wet weather making its way from Texas all the way into the mid-Atlantic states, maybe a shower or two here, even in the northeast. Chilly conditions behind that front with temperatures that are anywhere into the 30s and 40s into the plains, 80s and 90s kind of banked up down through Florida. As we look at the day today, we are looking at that wet weather, heavy rain down through Texas. Florida warmth continues, plenty of sunshine in the plains, but still on the chilly side with some mountain snows in the southern Rockies. Just a fantastic crowd out here. We got the Coast Guard, we got the Army, we got the Marines, we got the Navy, we got the Air Force. Got them all out here and we got all of our, our fine, fine Friday friends out here. It is a beautiful day on our plaza. Now it is the best time of the morning. Pop start. Hey, nice to get that. What a great crowd for Veterans Day, right? Yeah. Yes. All the servicemen and women out there, just another chance for us to say thank you to everybody. All right, let's get to pop start, guys. We've got a lot to jump into today. We're going to start with two superstars in the pop world. We're talking about Taylor Swift and Kelly Clarkson. We'll start with Taylor. Last night she kicked off, of course you know this, the international leg of her Eras Tour in Buenos Aires, taking the stage with a few new outfits. Oh. No, Travis Kelsey was not in attendance, Greg. What? what? Although people speculated because the Chiefs were on a bye week this really? week. Yeah. But he was not there. More on that later. Of course, fans online oh. have been quick to read into the lyrics of one of the songs, Savannah, that you know when Taylor does her show, she's like a surprise. Two surprises. Two surprise songs. Leave it to the Swifties to read between the lines. Mm. The international leg of Taylor's tour continues tonight in Argentina before heading off to Brazil next week. And for Swift superfans singing along to her last re-recorded album, 1989, remember, we have Kelly Clarkson, if you recall, back in 2019, to thank for all of these Taylor's versions. The daytime host was the one that suggested that Taylor remake her first six albums. This was uh, oh, wow. oh, oh my goodness. Yes, in a recent red carpet interview with the E, Kelly revealed that Taylor sends her flowers every time she re-releases one of her re-recorded albums. Oh, cool. Say a quick thank you. It's about time for a Taylor that's a Kelly Clarkson story. collaboration. That's, that's, that's a great, great idea. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. When Scooter Braun, when his LLC bought all yeah. first six records, it was Kelly who was like, and she doesn't take response. You know, she doesn't say like she thinks Taylor would have thought of it anyway. Sure. Yeah. But she, hey, you go re-record those six yeah. albums right. and Boom. steal that. Well, power Taylor's giving her credit. Yeah. That is really that's cool. cool. You know, is also collaborating with Kelly Clarkson, our buddy Uncle Al. What? Make sure you turn into the Kelly Clarkson show today. What are we going to see, Uncle Al? Uh, well, uh, uh, Deborah Roberts, my better half, much better half. Oh, thank is, God, she was is on the show. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That made it light, uh, watchable, so really nice. And it's a very special show. It's all about uh, our veterans. Uh, the yeah. whole audience is full of veterans. Love that. So, and well, the military service. We will all be watching that. Just check your local listings for that one. Next up, Timothy Chalamet. No one is more excited that the SAG strike is finally over than the Wonka actor in the latest promo for this weekend's episode of Saturday Night Live. Take a look. Hi, I'm Timothy Chalamet. I'm hosting SNL this week with Boy Genius. Timothy, I'm so excited. Willy Wonka, Wonka. What? Sorry, the actor strike descended. I could finally promote my movie. Oh, uh, well, congrats. That's Willy Wonka, chocolate, chocolate man. Willy Wonka, chocolate. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> uh, he can say it, he's saying it. Next up, Jimmy Fallon and Megan Trainer, the late night host and Grammy winner, are teaming up for a new holiday song this season. The track is called Wrap Me Up. And getting into the holiday spirit, Jimmy enlisted a little help from Megan's BFF, Chris Olson, to deliver the track across the country from here at Rockefeller Center all the way to Megan's home out in Los Angeles. It <laughs> drops one week from today. Again, the track is called Wrap Me Up to get you in the holiday spirit. So Wrap cute. Me up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up, Blake Shelton. This week, our pal stopped by Jimmy Kimmel Live to talk about the second season of our show, Barmageddon, on USA, the dumbest show on television. And during <laughs> their chat, Blake revealed the pretty surprising gift that he gave my daughter, nine-year-old London Daily. 
that was at my house randomly, and Carson was at the house in 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 London. His his middle daughter uh-huh. just fell in love with this thing. It's like, what is wrong with your kid? It's like <laughs> and up on the camera, like holding it and petting it, and and they were there for you know it was like a week. They came and stayed with us, and by the time they were going to leave, I was like. She's got to take this thing. Like, it's going to break her heart. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, Blake had a pet raccoon when he was a kid in Ada, Oklahoma. They were talking about that. <laughs> and then we showed the stuffed raccoon that, that, that London, my daughter, took from his ranch. And what's his name? Uh, raccoon. Yeah, raccoon. Yeah. That's in your house? Actually. That's in your house now. Yeah, it's in our, oh yeah, it's in our house. So, so it scares the crap out of everybody. Yeah. Dead raccoon gets stuffed. London falls in love with it. Yeah. And Blake gives it to him. I, it wasn't actually his pet raccoon, I guess. But nonetheless, it's, well, Blake gave us yeah. a stuffed raccoon that's still in our house today. That's a little yeah, weird. He's, yeah. he's officially an idiot. Wow. <laughs> Come on over. You. But what does it say about Lolo? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That she well, loves she that dead dog. raccoon. She was scared of dogs, so she she gravitates towards raccoons. Stuffed yeah. raccoons. Okay. Yeah, stuffed raccoons. <laughs> Somebody By needs way, a hug. Second season of Barmageddon premieres Monday on USA. We encourage you to check it's that out. It's a great out. show. Thank you. It's not, but thank you. Finally, <laughs> oh, so stupid. Drinking, talking smack. Finally, Henry Winkler. Let's get to a real star. This weekend, the Hollywood icon is sitting down with our buddy Willie Geist to chat about his new memoir, Being Henry the Fonz and beyond. And during their chat for Sunday today, inside, of course, of New York's iconic Katz's Deli, Henry revealed exactly how he nailed his Happy Days audition and landed the role of a lifetime. The man reading with me, Pasquale, he said, are you ready? I said, do not talk to me that way. And do not look me in the eye, all right? I mean, who do you think you are? You took a step forward, take a step back. I am now outrageous. I am now just improvising all over the place. They called me on my birthday, said, would you want to play this role? I said, I'm going to think about it. Yes, I would. <laughs> uh, so funny to think of, he's the nicest man yeah. in the world, yes, as we all know. It's a yeah. fact. Fact. It's a fact. Great Officially. Actor. And then his audition, he played that tough guy for uh, yeah. Fonz. It's great. Great conversation, too. Of course, you can check that out, as you can, every weekend right here on Sunday, today with Willie Geist. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Okay, come in. Wait, do you hear that? Uh, We're used to uh, having the director in our ear, but you sound different. Is there something going on in the control room? Hello? 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 Okay, and we are clear. Mm. Fantastic job, everybody. Great show. Yes, yes. Uh, But do not go anywhere, because we will be right back after this commercial break in five, four, three, two, one. Thank you. We are back. It is 8.30. We're in the United States Navy Band Northeast as we mark the observance of Veterans Day. Such an honor to have them. Uh, and thank all, we want to thank once again all of the folks on our, our plaza here, active duty and veterans who joined us this morning. A big thanks to all of you. And there's a, a perfect sign here from, from these folks that says it all right there. Right sure. there, love our veterans. So thank you, thank you. We love our veterans. We do. Thank you for those watching at home as well. Guys, coming up, we're going to get you ready for tomorrow's arrival of a very special guest here, the 2023 Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. It is on the way as we speak, and there's a sweet story behind this year's pick. So Joe Fryer will share that with us in just a bit. All right, we look forward to that. And speaking of special guests, how excited are we to have, check this out, Big Bird, Elmo, Rosita, and Abby Kadabi all here. We'll help them celebrate, guys, get this, the 54th season of Sesame Street. Amazing. 
I always love when they bring the tree here and then there's like a squirrel that jumps out <laughs> that made the trip all the way from upstate New yes, York. Yes. Like, or, like, like where a, the hell a raccoon or something. Yeah, that's, well, we had an owl. An owl. That's we did. That happened. We had an owl, yep. Yeah. Little Rocky the owl. Yeah. We yep. named it, became our pet. That's also, right. my newly rejuvenated Las Vegas Raiders are facing off Sunday night against the Jets. We had to put together a special game day menu for you, so we brought in the best. Matt Moore is here making it. We're talking good stuff, man. Meat lovers, uh, cast oh, iron pizza for the Jets, ribeye, Cap, mm. bruschetta for the Raiders, oh. and beer. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, Corona for you. You took some liberties there. Newly reju- rejuvenated. I saw. Yeah, we got a new coach, new uh-huh. GM. One win. There you go. <laughs> new team. Well, can't okay. get two unless you get to one. Uh, <laughs> coming up on the third hour, I cannot wait to share a first look at a moving new exhibit featuring literally thousands of items from one guy, Spike Lee. We're talking movie memorabilia, personal photos, one-of-a-kind collectibles, all amazing stories behind all of them, and you'll get to see a side of Spike you don't normally get to see. Really excited. Yeah. I know that. That's awesome. Guys, it's going to be a huge week of stars next week on today. We've got Scarlett Johansson here. Reigning sexiest man alive, Patrick Dempsey, will be here. Jennifer Garner. Kenan Thompson and Elizabeth Debicki, who plays Princess Diana on The Crown. There's a new season of The Crown coming up. A star-studded week on today. The strike is uh, over. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly. They didn't waste any time. Mr. Roker, how about one final check of the weather? Let's look ahead to the weekend, show you what we've got going on. Starting off with tomorrow, lots of sunshine, but a little on the chilly side through the Great Lakes, but it's autumn. Come on. Uh, we're looking at sunshine through the mid-plains. Rain and snow moves into the Pacific Northwest. Some rain down through the Gulf. Then on Sunday, Sunday, it's going to be sunny and cold in the Northeast, New England, Mid-Atlantic stage, Great Lakes. Some wet weather down through the Southeast. Heavy rain continuing down in Texas, warming up in the plains, and that pesky shower activity continues along the Pacific Northwest Coast. Of course, Sunday night, best night of the week, because it's Sunday night, football night in America. It's the Battle of the Behemoths. Jets going into Las Vegas, taking on Carson's Raiders. That's it. It's a big one. Jets versus Raiders, Sunday night. Football night in America! Doesn't, I'm glad that game is still on. Doesn't your Don't son... Don't boot that game to another... Jack Daly roots for the Jets, doesn't he? Well, I live in Jets country, and I'm a Raiders fan. I know. Myself. It's a so divided household. It is. Yes, it is. It's going to yes, be exciting. May the best team win. Go Raiders. Guys, coming up next, we're going to follow the journey of this year's Rockefeller Center Christmas tree from upstate New York to right here on our plaza. Joe Fryer shares the fun story behind this year's symbol of this season. But first, Ooh. this is today on NBC. He's in full lumberjack. Hey, did you know there's a little pink pill? Wait, a what? A little pink pill? Did you say a little pink pill? Yes, the little pink pill. You definitely need to know about this. Are you for real? Just to be clear, you're telling me there's a little pink pill for me? That's right, the little pink pill. And it's called Addy, A-D-D-Y-I, or Flavanserin. Learn more about the little pink pill at ADDYI.com. See full prescribing information and medication guide, including box warning regarding severe low blood pressure and fainting in certain settings at addy.com slash PI or call 844-PINK-PILL. Good news, ladies. There's more. Addy, the FDA-approved little pink pill, is also affordable and can be shipped directly to your front door. That's right. With insurance coverage, Addy is only $20 per month and $0 after month three. If your insurance doesn't cover Addy, there is still a discount program to get you the best possible price and get free shipping right to your door. So now's the time to ask your doctor about Addy. Learn more at Addy.com. That's A-D-D-Y-I.com. Ooh. 
Welcome back, welcome back. The holiday season is almost upon us, and here at Rockefeller Center, that means we are about to welcome a very big guest. Yes, we are. So, the world's most iconic Christmas tree will be pulling into Midtown Manhattan tomorrow morning. Joe Fryer is here. He actually cut the tree down yes. in this jacket. <laughs> in my lumberjack coat, we which is you, why I'm wearing so it. This is so everything. Where's my axe? I my know. Goodness. It's I awesome. I just okay. had to get us in the spirit early, right? I'm, we the are in the coming. spirit. It's We're, beautiful. Right? I mean, this is the good news. So, once again, this Norway spruce, it's coming from upstate New York. This time from just outside of Binghamton, about three hours away. We had the chance to meet the special family donating the tree. It's a gift they hope is a symbol of the holiday spirit. When Matt and Jackie McGinley moved into their Vestal, New York home in 2019, they paid little attention to the giant tree towering over their driveway. We had a whole punch list of things that needed to get repaired, things that we wanted to update or remodel. And frankly, the tree was just kind of in the background. But someone else did take notice, Rockefeller Center's head gardener, Eric Pazze. In pulls a car, a uh, guy gets out. My name is Eric, I'm the head gardener from Rockefeller Center. I'm here to look at your tree. And I was like, no. Do you like understand how crazy you sound right now? They couldn't have known Pazze is a Rockefeller Christmas tree legend, having personally discovered each tree for the last 30 years. I Googled him and realized, and I quickly texted him out, this is legitimate. We thought they were dating a lot of other trees, that maybe ours would be considered. And then as the date got closer and closer, we realized that, in fact, we probably did have the Rockefeller Center tree. The Beginleys knew they wanted to be part of this special tradition. And donating the tree, they hope it brings joy during a busy and sometimes emotional season. This is not about us, but it's about being of service to other people, giving them that chance to go and make memories by the tree. And for those like us who've had loss, to go back to that space and remember the people that they love. The McGinleys will be remembering Matt's mother, who passed away four years ago. I think she would think it was the coolest thing. I keep having this feeling of like, who am I not telling about this? There's somebody that, that I should be, that I feel like I ought to tell and it's her you know um, I was able to reach out to her best friend and that person will be with us on the day of the cutting the McGinley's two kids will be at the tree cutting too Zoe age 12 and Charlie age 9 admit the hardest part of the whole process was keeping their trees star status hidden until the official reveal. <laughs> I'm really bad at secrets, but I've been able to keep this one. <laughs> the tree stands 80 feet tall. It will arrive in this very spot this weekend with a full police escort, and it will become a part of New York history with 50,000 LED lights making it shine bright as a symbol of the holiday season. Three, two, one! The deeply rooted tradition of the Rockefeller tree goes all the way back to 1931, when a Christmas tree was put up by the construction workers building Rock Center. Today, more than 100 million people visit the plaza each year to see the world-famous tree. McGinley's say they're proud that tree from their own yard is playing a special role. Matt's mom used to always emphasize joy, and so that idea of joy in that space is really exciting. 
I think it's fair to say the McGinley's tree is definitely going to bring joy to people from all around the world. As we mentioned, it's set to arrive here tomorrow morning. Then the decorating begins. That means covering it with that Swarovski star with oh, three yes. million crystals on it. And, of course, the big lighting the week after Thanksgiving. So it's it's going to come right down 49th, right? It'll come right down here and be right behind us it where we are now. Off the holiday yeah, season. Joe, the incredible thing is you mentioned it. These families donate the tree. You don't get a briefcase full of money. No, you can it's, give this no, to Rockefeller Center. And it's truly a gift. And for them, you can see how much meaning this yeah. gift yeah. has, which is incredible. Yeah, we thank them, so for cool. their, we thank them for their gift. And of course, yeah. as Joe mentioned, you can catch that tree lighting right here on NBC during the Christmas and Rockefeller Center special. That's Wednesday, November 29th. Okay. Thank yeah. you so much, guys. Coming up next, something else to lift spirits. We're going to help our friends from Sesame Street kick off their new season, 54. But first, this is Today on NBC. Uh, this, is, uh, this, this is like the best part of the job yes. right here. We're with our friends from Sesame Street. They've made it all the way to our studio. Elmo, Abby Cadabby, Richie is here. we got Big Bird. Yep. What's up, Big okay. Bird? Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Mr. Savannah. Craig. Good morning. Good morning, it's, just, Abby. it's so exciting to have you guys here. It's your 54th season, which I can't believe it. Because, Elmo, I know you're like three. Yeah, so, I thought there were only four seasons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. So, what, uh, tell, Elmo, tell me what you guys have been up to. What kind of friends have stopped oh, we've by? We've been having a lot of fun. We, we've been learning about dinosaurs. Huh? And, and Mr. Dan Levy came by oh. and taught us about that. That was really cool. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, and we're exploring nature. Yeah. And, and sometimes we're learning about if we're scared, how to handle being scared. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Oh, look, there's Grover. Yeah, 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 that's Cookie, too. Yeah, you know, watch yeah. They see themselves on TV. Big Bird, it's always good to see you. Always uh. make make so many people smile. <laughs> How you been? What you been up to? Oh, well, you know, just hanging out with my friends on Sesame Street. Uh-huh. Yeah, lots of friends. You know, Elmo uh, mentioned Dan Levy, yeah. searching for dinosaurs. But, you know, also Cal Penn stopped by. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, and sure. Ariana DeBose and Quinta Brunson and, and Brandy Carlisle. Wow. Yeah. We got to sing with them. Yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine all the self, the texts you get, Big Bird. You have met every single celebrity on Sesame Street. How about you, Abby? Your yeah. bedtime routine. Oh, like, oh. we get up really early. How about you? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I get up early, like with the birds, because I have wings. <laughs> but I have a good routine. Yeah, with my brother, Rudy. Oh. Yeah. So we have a good bedtime routine. You know, we brush our teeth, the usual. Then we get our wiggles out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotta you get know. those out. Mm-hmm. Rosita, I, I heard that you've been learning sign language recently. Is that true? It's true. Our friend Matthews is teaching us some words in uh, American Sign Language. Do you want to learn some? We would yes. love that. Oh, okay, um, this one is really fun. It's, um, thank you. You put your hand in your chin and then out. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Oh, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, thank you. one of my favorites is friend, amigo. So you put your e in the index, e index fingers up like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of hug each other like this. And uh. this is friend. Oh, oh that's, that's nice. so good. Sorry, I didn't shave my fingers. So you- <laughs> <laughs> but they hug each other and it looks really good, friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, and you know what? Which one? Um, Do you know which uh, Cookie Monster's favorite letter is? C. Exactamente. C is for cookie, like this. Oh. C is for cookie and it's good (laughs) enough for me. C is for cookie and it's good enough enough for me. Yes. (laughs) You know what? You guys have this wonderful way of making everyone who visits you on Sesame Street feel like they belong. Big Bird, how do you do that? 
Well, you know, it's not just Sesame Street where friends should feel like they belong. Every street should feel that that way, shouldn't it? Yeah. You know, but whether you like a different sport or you're from a different place or maybe a different grade, no matter what what you like, we we can all be friends. That's how we do it on Sesame Street, right, friends? So really, really quickly, Uh Thanksgiving's just a few days away, Elmo. What are, just really quickly, what are, one thing each of you might be thankful for this year? You know what? Elmo's really thankful for teachers. Mm. Because it's really important to teach people. And, and Elmo really likes to learn and teach people too. Yeah, I think you are a teacher too, Elmo. How about you, Abby? Oh, golly. Well, I'm thankful for the word kindness because it gives everybody a chance to make a difference in people's lives. But I'm mostly thankful for my brother, Rudy. Oh, Rudy. (laughs) You got to bring Rudy one of these times. How about you, Rosita? Oh, well, I'm thankful for my mommy and my poppy and, and all of you friends for always making me laugh and waking up so early in the morning with <laughs> stars in the sky. You're amazing. Thank you. <laughs> I'm also thankful for pumpkin pie. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, of pumpkin course. Pie. Well, I am uh, thankful mm-hmm. for tall doorways so I don't have to duck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, guys, it's so fun to have you. Congratulations on season 54 of Sesame Street. We love you so much. So happy that you're here. Thank you for having us. And you can watch it now on Mac to see these guys in action. Stream it now. Yeah. Carson, over to you. Oh, that was fun, guys. Congratulations. 54 seasons. Hard to believe. Our special letter back here is M because M is for meat. We've got meat on the pizza representing the Jets. we got Chef Matt Moore. We've got steak happening here. The ribeye cap bruschetta, which we're going to do for the Las Vegas Raiders. Get you pumped up for Sunday Night Football. But first, this is today on NBC. Yeah, you bet. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for visiting, guys. <laughs> My pleasure. And we're back with today. Food loves football. It's going to be a big, great football game. Clash of the East versus West. Sunday night, of course, here on NBC. Talking Jets. My beloved Las Vegas Raiders. We have a new coach and GM. And God, I hope we can make this energy last. We'll see if it can happen. We brought in the best chef here for this particular occasion. Cookbook author, of course, Matt Moore. Matt, good to see you. Cheers, bro. Cheers, brother. Thanks uh, we're so much gonna get, for having me. We have a lot of great food right now. I mean, let's start with the Jets. This is something that really interests me, this idea of a cast iron pizza. How do you pull this off? Yeah, so we have a bit of the, the grit of New York against the glam of Las Vegas. We know it's going to be a big showdown. I think nothing is more quintessential New York than a great pizza. And I like to say that you can make a really great pizza at home. I'm going to show you how you can make your own dough. Now, that being said, I get it's game day, and sometimes we want to take a little bit of a shortcut. So yep. if you want to sub out a store-bought dough, that's totally cool, too. Or you go to your local pizzeria. People local don't realize pizzeria. this. Yeah, you can they'll, stop for in there a couple bucks, they'll, well. give you, they'll give you a roll. Um, so we've got some flour in here. We've yep. got our yeast, and we also have some salt. If you can help me out, we've got, got a it. slurry here of warm water, yep. and we've also got some sugar in that as well. Yep. And then we're going to actually add that olive oil, olive so extra virgin olive oil. Olive oil. Yep. And then what we're going to do is just kind of put this down, put it on a low speed. We'll add in the rest of that flour. Mm-hmm. I'm actually using bread flour. Uh, you can sub it out with all purpose, but I like the consistency that bread flour is going to give it. So that comes in gradually. We mix it until it basically becomes sticky. We're going to roll it out onto a floured surface, and then we're going to knead this by hand for about is five Is this an seven overnight minutes. proofing situation or no? You can let it go for a minimum of about four hours. The longer it Great. sets, the better it gets. So you can do this game day morning. Totally, totally morning. fine. Okay. And after you knead that, we want to let it rest for about 10 minutes. Yep. By making your own dough, you're actually kind of getting two for the price of one. So you can actually cut it in half and then we're going to roll this out into kind of a 15 inch shape to fit our cast iron pan. I'm going to roll this over, add this over the top. Now, one of the things that I like to say here is that I'm from the South, man. We love our mamas and we love cast iron cooking. So what I've done is I've heated this pan 
about 10 minutes in the oven at 400 degrees, and that's going to allow when we put the dough in. So it's hot already. When it's going to stand up. No we're oil down the flour. Nope. That sticking? Just a seasoned cast iron pan, and Great. we're going to build this like any other pizza. If you can help me out, we're going to add a little bit of Uncle, sauce. Have to you that. ever done this cast iron pizza? I've done. I've got done cast iron baking, but not a pizza. So a little bit of sauce. I'm using two different types of cheeses. So we've got our classic mozzarella cheese, mm-hmm. which is going to give us that ooey gooey, you know, melty love that we have here. Good job there. Thank you so much. Uh, this is something I love to do with my kids at home. We also have some Parmigiano Reggiano cheese, oh, yeah. some dried oregano. And listen, man, this is New York. I didn't come to player front. We've got <laughs> sausage. We've got ground beef. We've got ham. Wow, we also have some bacon, everybody's favorite. Mm-hmm. And we're going to finish this uh, off with a little lovers. bit of capicola. And this is going to go in to the oven for about eight to ten minutes. Forget That's about it. it. It's going to be super delicious. Going to go with nice the beer and everything else. Great, great right? Delicious. Really nice. Now the combo's great. All the meats. I mean, it's well, beautiful looking. <laughs> Las Vegas All is known things. for some great restaurants, right? Yes. Including a steakhouse. Right. I'm also a big believer that you can make a great steak at home. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm going to do whenever I have friends over in East Nashville, I often like to have maybe a little bit of an accompaniment uh, to that. And so I've got a little bit of chimichurri. Oh, so it's just good. some roughly chopped parsley that we're going to add in here you know, and then this my, comes together a little cilantro also a little cilantro is great as well and then we've my got the rest sure. of our ingredients here so we have salt pepper mm-hmm. dried oregano mint shallot red chili and some garlic this is, this is all going to go in here and then what we need is to give it a little bit of a bite so we've got our red wine vinegar that's really going to stand up nice against the fattiness of the steak and we'll add in our olive oil we will mix this this is something that you can do a la minute or you can do it a couple hours. You're not even going to blend this. You're just going to mix it up. We've got one over here, too. So um, I have to tell you, I solved one of the few minor differences in my marriage by going to the local butcher shop. How did that help your marriage? Well, my wife loves the tenderness of a filet mignon, right? and I like the beefy flavor of a ribeye steak. Of course. And so I'm here to tell you, you can have your steak and eat it too Wow! by asking for the ribeye cap. Okay, so this is coming from the the cap of the ribeye. It's also known as the spinalis muscle. And so what's cool about this is you're going to get that tenderness of the ribeye, and you're also going to get the beefy flavor that we love. Um, you know, similar to the, the filet and, and that flavor as well. So I like I to tie. About, I only got about 30 seconds. like show. to tie this around. Okay. We'll tie We're going to add this on. Just going to grill We're it. Season these. We're going to get that beautiful Maillard reaction that yep. we all love. Cook it to about 130 degrees internal temp. You're cutting against the grain and putting it on this, this crostini. It's going to come off the grill. I think it's totally appropriate to have a piece of meat hanging around an NFL game, but I think we also want to class it up a little bit. This is gorgeous. We're going to add our steak this to that. This seals the deal for the Las Vegas Top Raiders. It with our so our <laughs> this meal wins, which that means the Raiders are going to win. Today.com slash food has all this. Don't miss Jets Raiders Sunday night, NBC and Peacock. That coverage starts at 7 o'clock. And while we're talking foods, time to get ready for Thanksgiving. We're giving you a chance to ask Ina Gardner all of your cooking and hosting questions. Go to today.com for that. Get them in. And Ina's going to be here next week to answer all of your questions. Hey, did you know there's a little pink pill? Wait, a what? A little pink pill? Did you say a little pink pill? Yes, the little pink pill. You definitely need to know about this. Are you for real? Just to be clear, you're telling me there's a little pink pill? For me? That's right. The Little Pink Pill. And it's called Addy. A-D-D-Y-I. Or Flibanserin. Learn more about The Little Pink Pill at A-D-D-Y-I.com. See full prescribing information and medication guide, including boxed warning regarding severe low blood pressure and fainting in certain settings at Addy.com slash P-I. Or call 844-PINK-PILL. Good news, ladies. There's more. Addy, the FDA-approved Little Pink Pill, is also affordable and can be shipped directly to your front door. That's right. With insurance coverage, Addy is only $20 per month and $0 after month three. 
If your insurance doesn't cover Addy, there is still a discount program to get you the best possible price and get free shipping right to your door. So now's the time to ask your doctor about Addy. Learn more at Addy.com. That's A-D-D-Y-I.com.